From the writer of Scream, and I know you did last summer, comes the faculty. That'd be good, except you said, I know you did last summer. You forgot what? (laughs) I know know you did. From the writer of I did you know summer last. (laughs) And for Scream. From from the writer of Scream, and I know you did last summer, comes... (laughs) The faculty. Did I do it again? <laughs> oh my god. Am I dying? Is this, is this the end? From the writer of Scream, and I know you did last summer. <laughs> Maybe I'm just mumbling. <laughs> Alright. Scream, and I know what you did last summer. Comes the faculty. <laughs> did I do it? Yeah. You got it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to How I Met Your Monster, the show where we discuss the introductions to your favorite movie monsters. I'm Zach. I'm Danny. And I'm Casey. And today we are going back to school. Going back to high school. What a nightmare. Back yeah, that sounds school. like a, I have legitimate nightmares about that. I think on my first day of high school, I wore a T-shirt that had like slashers on it. It had like a line of like cool. Freddy, Jason, Leatherface, Pinhead. Wish I still had that shirt. I wore the same clothes yeah, the every fucking day. Oh, that's you literally wore the same clothes every day? Oh, yeah. I had one. I had a gray hoodie. and Oh, my God. The gray hoodie. You remember the gray hoodie? I, had the I gray do remember hoodie the gray hoodie. And a pair of American Eagle pants that I painted an X on in one of my art classes. And, yeah. <laughs> I, wore those, I wore it every day. Yeah. I don't know what my style was in high school. It changed. I, was, I, I remember um, one of my friends who was on your book was like, Danny, guess what? You are one vote away from being um, most changed since freshman year. And I thought oh. that was cool. But I was also yeah. so sad that I didn't get it. I was like, damn it. Because when I first started high school, um, my brother, who was like a football player and like very popular, he was a junior. So I kind of wanted to be that. You know, I was coming from this like little mm-hmm. like Catholic school with like 10 people in it. So I oh, me too. Crombie and Fitch. Really? I didn't know that. Well, yeah, I went to, we had 30, I had 30 kids in my class, but I went from a Catholic no grade school to a public high school and i didn't know yeah. anybody same okay continue and, well, I'm sorry. What, oh no oh no i was just gonna say and that's why um so i would just i tried so hard to be like one of the cool kids and then i remember i started growing my hair out mm-hmm. at the end of the year and i sat down at it was like this sounds like a fake story it's so like like cliche like douchebags in high school and all these kids were like looking at me and they were like, hey, Danny, what you, what's going on with your hair? And I was like, I'm just growing it out. And they're like, you should cut it. Like, you should cut it. And then they like literally stopped talking to me after that. What? So I was like, oh, weird. That was really weird. <laughs> so then I grew my hair out. Like, I went through like a whole transition. I like pierced my eyebrow, grew my hair out long, started wearing like weird clothes and like shit, you know, yeah. Vans. 
Yeah, I never grew out of that. <laughs> so What's it, Casey? Uh, I never grew out of that. You never grew out it's of that. A good, yeah. It's a good look. Yeah. I, I don't know I, what my style is now. Um, writer. Aw. <laughs> I like yeah. that. Yeah. I would say writer. For real. Sad, sad writer. Sad writer. <laughs> Slightly, sometimes sad writer. I'm like what people who don't know what gothic is think that gothic is. Uh. That's what I am. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's a good look. Like, I love that. <laughs> Because I wear black lipstick and I wear all black, I'm gothic. So. I love your style, Casey. Well, thank you. That's sweet. I dyed my hair. Uh, well, I bleached my hair in tenth grade, and I'm I in- Zach, you- I did the same thing. I really? <laughs> yeah, like tenth, eleventh grade. Yeah. Oh man, I wore it for like a few months with like my brown dickies and my <laughs> oh shit brown dickies and my, yes. and, my and my wallet chain and my no effects t shirt. Yes. <laughs> um, now, did your hair turn? Did it take the bleach? Did it turn blonde? Oh yeah, okay. Because oh. mine turned orange. I was gonna say oh, most shit. of the time it's like long, copper. like yeah. No, mine was like yellowish, like bright yellow, I guess. And, and was it like full head or was it? Oh yeah. Or, oh no, it was like full. That. And like eventually, after a few months, I dyed it back, and people were like, "Oh, okay, yeah, good. I'm glad you're back to this." <laughs> and I, was like, I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah, that didn't suit you." Like, well, oh, why the fuck didn't you say anything? I went for like months like that and you guys just let me go. <laughs> I cut my hair really short, really short on accident because the hairdresser, you know, you know how they are. You know, she didn't listen mm-hmm. to me. Uh, so my hair got cut really short and my boyfriend broke up with me and told me that um, <sighs> no boys would ever date me again because I was so ugly. Oh, my. Oh, God. no. Yeah. And he was right because I, I was single for well. a long time after that. <laughs> What an asshole. It's okay. You should just cut your hair now on principle. You're like, no, fuck them. Um, I'm actually at the point, my hair's really long now. And typically when it gets long, I cut it like up to my chin because I just hate mm-hmm. having it like touch my neck and my shoulders and stuff. This is the first time in my life that it's not irritating me. So I'm just going to go with it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, yeah. I wear it up most okay. of the time anyway. So yeah, roll, roll with the punches, as they say. That's right. I technically wear my hair up too, but in like a different way. Yeah. A quaffed? Qua- what do they call it? Yeah. I don't know. A quaffed? A quaffed? A cough? All right. So high school sucks, right? Yeah. My high school wasn't actually that bad. I mean, yeah. every like there was the kids who like, were assholes and they're like the geeks and the jocks and everything. But for the most part, everyone kind of got along, I think. Mine was the same way. I feel you there. There's some kid from my high school who had a terrible fucking experience listening to this right now. And they're like, yeah, (laughs) fuck you, Zach. Where did you go to school? and Billy Madison. (laughs) (laughs) Cross that off the list. Well, I mean, I I was like in the middle. And so... Mm I wasn't popular, but I wasn't unpopular. I was just like just Zach, I think straight you to the middle. Very similar because I felt always felt like I was. I didn't have enemies, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, yeah, I think that's kind of like how you were. Like you're yeah. just kind of like you could be friendly with anyone. You went to mm-hmm. parties. No one was like, "What's this asshole doing?" Or maybe they said that, just not to my well, face. Uh, but yeah, exactly, I was just thinking that. Like, I don't know. There's never been somebody who like clearly came up to me and was like, "I fucking hate you." <laughs> I'm sure they're out there. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Casey and I are like, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> you guys have your own podcast on the side where you just talk shit on me. We interview all your enemies, your secret enemies. Yeah, high school wasn't that bad. I would I would like to go back just because then I wouldn't have to like have a job and pay rent. Mm. Oh, I know. Yeah. In like hindsight, everyone says like, God, I'd never go back to high school. And sure, I wouldn't want to go back to high school. But like you said, like when you compare with like mm-hmm. the troubles of adulthood and yeah. the stresses. Yeah, I thought I they had don't problems really when I was compare. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Uh, well, hey, at least we don't have aliens invading our school. Amen. Or not, so we not thought. that we knew of. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought. Um, but these kids did. Mm-hmm. Because did. today we are talking about <laughs> the faculty from 1998. But first, we want to talk about um, anything new that we've seen. Uh, I saw Candyman. Yeah, I saw Candyman. Dan, have you seen Candyman? I have not seen the new Candyman, no. Uh, Which is depressing. People keep calling it Jordan Peele's Candyman. Yeah, and I noticed that. That's not right. That would be yeah. so disappointing to be that filmmaker. And then, to, I mean. Well, you guys I heard the news about her, the right? connection, but. but yeah. Did you guys hear her thing? She was mm-hmm. the f- She's the first black female director to have a number one movie at the box office. That's wild. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Round of applause. Yes, yeah. round of applause. Clapping sound. Because ours are kind of weak. <laughs> yes. Go, um, Nia DaCosta. You are awesome. And she's doing the Captain Marvel sequel. Oh, really? So, like, she's just going to. She's God, just. Can you imagine have like that track uh, record? Just like boom, hit, hit. Yeah. And she's going to be able to do what, literally whatever she wants. Yeah. So at first, the night I, and I, we won't get into details, Danny, because you haven't seen it, but. Um, or many of our listeners probably haven't seen it either, but, uh, I enjoyed it for sure. Yeah. But I came out of the theater and I was like, you know what? Like it was good, but the first Candyman is definitely better. Yeah. And I then like I was driving home and I told Nina, I was like, you know, the more I think I, I said, I feel like this movie is going to be one that the more I think about it, the more I like it. Mm-hmm. And the next day I woke up and I was like, man, that fucking movie was good. <laughs> okay, that's good. Um, because it's different it's got some different things that you're not expecting and some things that in the moment i was a little let down about but then when thinking about them again i was like oh that was a good choice like very cool now would you both say that seeing the first one first like right before it is like makes it a more satisfying experience um i'm gonna say okay I- maybe it'll be sorry casey it might be more satisfying if you've seen the first one right before but you don't need to see the first one right before gotcha if that makes sense yeah Yeah. my friend who went with me he has never seen the first Mm -hmm. one and it didn't matter i mean they do a lot of explaining anyway because of who the story is about and stuff okay yeah um i think you'll enjoy it um but did you guys see anything else did you guys watch anything else since our last meeting I've been watching the uh, Jimmy and I are on the Predator franchise for a little for our oh, horror marathon. It's funny Which? you said that because the last time we talked, you said you were going to watch Predator that night, and I ended up watching Predator that night. Oh, that's awesome! Just because it was like on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and I like me and Nina had watched something, and I just like turned it on afterwards, and we only watched like half of it. But I was like, oh, Dan's probably watching this right now. <laughs> I felt I was like. I was like, oh, Zach and I are looking at the same moon. <laughs> I bet we're watching the same movie. 
Oh, this is great. <laughs> Me and Danny are looking at the same one-armed Carl Weathers. <laughs> I remember the first Predator on the back of the case. I always thought that it was really funny because the synopsis of the movie said, I don't know why I thought it was so funny. It said Predator is unlike anything on this earth because he's not from this earth. And I thought that it was the, dumb, <laughs> the dumbest way you could word like, the back of a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Um but okay, you and Jimmy, how far are you guys? So we're we're actually tonight we're gonna watch AVP Requiem. All right, Zach. Okay. That's, well that's what you're watching tonight uh, too. Yeah, oh. <laughs> Which I've never seen this. So we're watch we were trying to figure out like um do we watch our you know franchises in like timeline order? We're like, no, we're just gonna go like release. you know, date of release. Um, okay. date of release. Does that make sense? Release date. Yeah, um, release date. Date of yeah, date of release okay, works. Yeah. Really weird in my, head. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. So yeah, the Predator franchise is fun. Like I've mm-hmm. seen these movies, but I've never really just like sat down and watched them like this, like just in order. They are so even Jimmy. I was like wondering. I was like, okay, I don't know, because Jimmy's very like, you know, he likes his monsters and his slashers, but there's something about the Predator franchise that kind of walks that fine line of like horror and action. Oh, absolutely. So I was curious and he's very much invested, which I, which I, like. I mean, I would even say that Predator one, I mean, even Predator two, I would call yeah. them action. I would call them action movies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd probably call it Predator one an action movie and Predator two sci-fi. Yeah. Predator two is weird. Yeah. So like we, I used to, that was the one movie that I would watch out of all the I mean there was only two at the time <laughs> but I would only really watch part two and as a kid and um, I remember loving it and yeah not I didn't have the same uh, feelings toward it this time. Well, I have a fun fact about Predator Two. Let's hear. It's it. it's very much less of a fact and more of an anecdote. Okay. I was a Cracker Barrel manager, right? And I trained for that position in Buffalo, New York, and they put you up in this hotel that was right by the store. And my hotel had a hot tub in the room and I lived out of this hotel room for like two weeks. Oh, wow. And one night the predator, I ate a sub. I got in the hot tub. I watched predator two on TBS. Were you eating the sub in the hot tub? <laughs> <laughs> maybe i'm just like imagining like tomato and lettuce falling out I watched, <laughs> oh. I watched predator 2 on tbs with the subtitles on because i couldn't hear it over the bubbles <laughs> like i just needed to see danny glover i needed my fix i don't need to hear him i just need to know he's there i felt really bad for the people in the room below me though as like the hot tub is like filling up and like roaring with <laughs> And then Predator 2 is on full blast. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Busey screaming. Oh, my God, Gary. I forgot he was in that movie. He's so I forgot great. he was in that movie, too. Oh, my God. I love Gary Busey. Oh, Gary, yeah. if you're listening, I love you. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I hope Gary Busey listens to our podcast. <laughs> He's too busy judging pets, though. What, what, huh? what? Have you guys seen his show on Amazon? No, I want her though. What he, has a, he has a, a pet court show where he's the judge oh, of I a thought... court and it all has to do with pets. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Oh, bless you. I thought you soul. meant judging like he was a judge at a competition with pets. That's what I was thinking. No, he's like a court judge. <laughs> like, no, he's an honorable judge. Ignorance is a bliss. Yeah. When you haven't seen a movie and there's a monkey in it, you don't know what the monkey is. You don't know what the monkey is. You don't know what the monkey's name is. You don't know if the monkey's female or male, right? You don't know that. Brilliant. Because you can't reach into the television set and look on, look between the legs and find out what the, if it's a boy or a girl monkey. Can't do that. That's that's you're limited on that one. That's called a technology, a technological bravate. A technological bravate is when technology is so brave and isolated from your hands and your nose that you're not going to know anything about the monkey that's personal. Pet judge. It's wild. Oh, oh my gosh. Funny. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> okay, so Casey, what have you watched? Just Candyman. Um, I had a I had a crazy weekend. I had a bridal shower that I was hosting slash yeah. Um when's Cody getting married? October thirteenth. That's right, October thirteenth. Yeah. So Yes. We had a long chat about this, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just wanted to say congratulations to Cody, our listener, our one listener. Cody, <laughs> no, the only listener um, we have. No, he's not the only listener. Cody um, and Lizzie. We should take in live calls. I'm going to do like a live call. Like, Cody, you're on the air. Oh, so that's. He's like a longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> um, okay. Well, now I think it is time to meet our monster. The soundtrack to this movie is awesome. It is awesome. It right is so the, good. Right out of the gate. <laughs> right mm-hmm. off the bat. I've seen The Faculty so many times, and for some reason, like, it felt fresh watching it this time, yeah. especially yeah. when it opened on that song. And I was like, yes, yeah. I <sighs> am so excited about this movie right now. It's so good. Is, that's my first note, I think, was literally just... Uh, yeah, I just wrote the name of the song in case I forgot what it was called. And yeah. we still have yet to mention the name of the song. I don't know the name of the song. Um, it's The Kids Are All Right. Oh, okay, yeah. I- oh, I thought yeah. it was The Kids Aren't All Right. Oh, 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 yeah, you're probably right. The Kids Aren't what are, All Right. What are we, Annette Benning and Julianne Moore? <laughs> what are we nominated for an Oscar? <laughs> what is this? What is this, the Oscars 2011? <laughs> no, actually, this is 1998. It is. So the Oscars would have been uh, 98. 12 years later? The winner in 1998 was Titanic. Oh, because it's a year later. Yeah, because so it's 97 Titanic. and then 98 yep. Oscars. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yep. Um, I remember that I was really upset that my brother was allowed to go see Titanic. And I your brother, he, Cody, saw it with your grandma. Yeah. Yep. 
Zach, Zach was sitting behind them watching them watch the movie. How do you know that? I was there. <laughs> Zach, when, so, the, when the Celine Dion song comes on, he's just whispering it behind his your grandmother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seriously, how do like, you well, know that though? Um okay, yeah. No, remember. for real. Um there was a Facebook post the other day that said something about like what was the first movie you saw in the theater and I saw Cody commented like he said something like I saw it with my grandmother and there was definitely some awkward moments in that <laughs> to watch yeah, with my grandma. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Whew. All right. Well, man, we we should talk about Cody a lot on this show. We need to get him on. I know. <laughs> He's basically a co-host. That's right. Cody the co-host. Um okay, so we start off with a great offspring song and then in my opinion, we get our first monster in yeah, like right away. The coach. Mm-hmm. He's a mon- he's well, a monster yeah. before he even becomes an alien. Oh, he's I just see, an asshole. I see what <laughs> you're going for. <laughs> Damn it! God damn it! You blow that block and you pussy jokes. You gotta pick up the linebacker. God damn it! Get off the fucking field, you lip-ass Dead. You gonna rejoin the living tomorrow, Stan? You got to feel the pressure closing in on you, then you get out of the rock. Now get focused. Get the fuck off my team. Was he not already? No, he's not a monster. He's not an alien when we start the movie. Because our first official okay. introduction to the monster is we, well, it, I'll say, or they. I don't want to give it away unless we want to give it away. Um, hey, shows uh, up. Um, attention listeners, this is an alien invasion movie. Yeah. And spoilers, the and alien is... Is Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson. Yes. Mary Beth Louise the Hutchinson. Noob. Um, yeah, she shows up off screen. And he's like, he does that classic like uh, Friday the Thirteenth thing when someone shows up and to kill him. He's like, "What are you doing here? Yeah, what? you? No, <laughs> what? <laughs> Dude, Robert Patrick, that was perfect casting for him. Mm-hmm. The whole cast of this movie, even yes, it's great. Cody walked in to watch it, and he's like, "Wow, everyone's in this movie." And then he walked out. And I was like, yeah, yeah, it's really good. I have a question. Like later in the movie, we see Elijah Wood pick up like an a specimen, like a, one of the things mm-hmm. from the grass. Why is there one out there? Coach pooped it out. Coach pooped it out. Duh. Wait, they get rid of them? No, I thought they lived inside. Yeah. yeah. No, they live inside them. And like why? They like multiply um, because, when they're in there. Because then we wouldn't have been able to see that part. Well, you know, yeah, it would have been, wonder, there's just like a little plot hole, I guess. Well, what's, you know, what's annoying yeah. is because that opening scene isn't really your traditional, like, monster movie, like, you know, horror movie opening. Yeah, I thought that the next scene should be the opener. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Easily, you could have opened up on that. They, f- they finish the day. They have their little meeting. Everyone's leaving, all the teachers and our principal has to go back into the school because she forgot something. And as she goes in, she hears some noises. And lo and behold, she runs into Coach Joe, 
who we start to suspect is under the influence of something evil or not very nice. And we get the confirmation of this when he stabs her in the hand with the pencil. Chase ensues. And then she tries to escape only for us to discover that there is not one monster in this scene, but nope. two mm-hmm. who is yep. in the form of Carrie's mother, Piper Laurie, yes. which I have a question about that. Mrs. Olson, mm-hmm. right. Yes. Who, um, she ends up being one of the aliens and she stabs yeah. the principal. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's no answer for this, but just what is your opinion? Was she already an alien inside the budget meeting or did like the coach or somebody get to her when she was outside? What are your thoughts? That's a good question because I'm curious, like, well, you can argue that the coach couldn't have gotten to her cause he was in the school, but Mary Beth could have been wandering or wandering around since she was outside. So she could have like come mm-hmm. around and like transformed her. Right. And I, she's okay. definite, there is like a shift in like even her tone. She could have been putting on an act, but she's like very sincere about like, you know, the drama club wants to put on this play. Yeah. So then for yeah, her but to think like, about Mary Beth and the entire movie is like that. Though. Yeah, that's true. Well, OK, so you say Mary Beth could have come around the corner or whatever. But here's a question that it really deals with something later in the movie where they say, we need to stop this now pretty soon. They took over the high school in so many days. Think how long it'll be until they take over the world or whatever. Mm-hmm. How do they know that this is the first place they've taken over? Mm. They don't know. That they have no idea. A cool twist at the end. That would no, have been a great but... way to end the movie if they were like, wait, we're not the first school. Like, they why did they just assume? Transferred from like the other town over. That would have been cool. Right. Yeah. But... They, but... From for them, that is where it's starting because they haven't seen anything else from the outside. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, but like they just assume. Well, okay, to that point, they just assume that the queen or the leader is in their town. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they're only seeing it from that perspective. They're in school, and that's where people are transforming. Well, if they, yes. If they were in a different town, and they were at a Walmart and there were people transforming at the Walmart, they would think that that was the first place that it happened just because that's where they're seeing well, it. Well, right. They put all their faith and all their efforts into stopping this queen, this leader, and just assuming she's in that town. Well, what else are they going to do? That's their only, I don't know. Shoot Jordana Brewster when she's fucking <laughs> tweaking out in the thing. Oh my God. The tweaking. Well, scene. it wouldn't have mattered anyway. <laughs> Oh, that is so good. Elijah Wood deserves an Oscar nomination for that performance. Yes. Fuck that, man. You're taking it. <laughs> You're taking it. <laughs> now what the hell's wrong with him? Nothing's wrong with him, you asshole. He's tweaking. Let him fucking tweak. The tweaking scene is, it's just like the blood From the scene thing. in the thing. Oh, yeah. Well, Which we'll is so there. cool. We'll I know. There. Okay, this sorry. This movie really um, kind of like owns the fact that it is very much like a remake of other movies, like a loose remake. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that they yeah. even like call out um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I don't know. I've never even given this a second's thought 
before I'm saying this right now, but like, I don't know where that, what influenced what between like the thing from another planet or um, invasion of the body snatchers, or if there is no parallel there, but um, yeah, that's interesting because that is such a specific scene that is so similar. Mm -hmm. And I'm just realizing that now. Hmm. There's a couple of other things that. Yeah. There's a few thing references yes yeah okay yeah. Um, i literally was not even conscious of that so i'm curious to well well and like the, like you said they reference um invasion of the body snatchers a lot and i haven't seen that movie in like 15 years so i have no mm-hmm. idea if them talking about it if there were references to that in that movie i don't mm-hmm. know oh right just like subtle references yeah. um yeah invasion of the body snatchers with donald sutherland is awesome but a really good remake of that the invasion. Um, the invasion. Is that really? is a good. That is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. I watched that. Okay. Uh, Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I was really excited to see that, and then I had heard some people kind of naysaying it, so I just kind of tuned it out. But I'd always wanted to see it, so uh, it's just a solid, it. solid movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, Check it out. Although we should not um, breeze past the point of one of the coolest line deliveries in this movie when. Um, Robert Patrick is speaking into the intercom and he's like, oh. report to the principal's office. Yes. I'm not doing it justice, so please put in the <laughs> soundbite if I'm actually saying that because it's so much cooler <laughs> than what I just did. Would Miss Drake please report to the principal's office? <laughs> I made a note here later when they're at the football game, but it applies to the whole thing. Um, this movie has so much style, yeah, without like having a lot of style. Yeah, does that make sense? Like, it's not mm-hmm. in your face. It's not but, trying too hard. Yeah, but the whole movie has this really cool style to it with the mixture of well, slow Rob- motion. And- Robert Rodriguez always has a lot of fun. He's always like trying to get creative with the camera and his shots and stuff. So like he can make yeah. something that is really, you know, might be super low key or simple on paper, just kind of like elevated yeah. a little bit. Even that well, shot, guess- like when they're and they're doing like like you said, like slow mo. They're doing that big, you know, during the football game. Mm-hmm. Like fireworks shooting up out of the air, yes. slow mo so tackles. People are getting infected with the worm earworms. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh-huh. a lot is happening, and he really utilizes the every frame like to really just you know punch oh, yeah. like the intensity of this really crazy story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's a few times where they'll like jump cut really quick into yeah. like. They'll push in towards a character, but it won't be a steady push. They'll jump yeah. cut. Mm-hmm. And they think they do that in From Dusk Till Dawn, too, which is also Robert Rodriguez. Yes. He does like that's something you would see in a trailer, I feel like, you know, mm-hmm. like when you're trying to get those like rapid cuts in to, to emphasize yeah. something. But he's doing uh-huh. it in the movie. <laughs> so it's like he's just having fun. He's like, whatever. I'm going to like it, put out all the bells to- and whistles and. Yeah, I mean, you add music to it, and it totally works. Yeah, I agree. He just has a lot of fun, and you can really feel it. Um, but then we get our very cool character introductions to our our uh, protagonists, um, mm-hmm. especially Casey, because we get that amazing line from Stokely. Mm-hmm. Casey, I'll give you the honors. <laughs> Crash and burn, Casey. <laughs> Crash and burn, Casey. <laughs> 
And uh, <laughs> I I was thinking like, holy shit, this is like one of the only movies I've seen that centers around high school where all of the people actually look like they're in high school. Mm. Like they all oh, were young. Yeah. And then Good I call. looked it up and like Elijah Wood was like 16. Josh Hartnett was 19. You know, like they were all super young. Yeah. In this movie. Dude, Josh Hartnett in this movie is like, man. The late 90s, early 2000s were a weird time. <laughs> they were. <Yeah. laughs> he's like so, quote unquote, cool in yeah. this movie. Yeah. And he's just like got these like, I don't know, his hair. And yeah, his, what is it? I don't know. I remember he's watching like, this behind the scenes thing on Halloween H2O. And I believe that he had filmed that one first and it was his first movie even though it okay. was released later and then like went right onto the faculty could have mm -hmm. been vice versa. It's one or the other, but it's funny because he literally has like the same hairstyle <laughs> where I can't quite <laughs> place like what the goal was. It's like, yeah, he has okay. bangs, but they're crooked and then it sticks up on the sides and <laughs> it is time for the, how I met your monster conspiracy theory of the week. Okay. You're telling me that NASA is going to the president of the United States with an earthquake. Is the faculty in the same universe as the Halloween franchise? Yes. Listen, I wrote so many things down to try and connect this to other movies because I desperately <laughs> wanted... I did. I was like, okay, so... So, um, Elijah Wood also, he is Frodo. So what, how can I link this to the Lord of the Rings? Oh, can I go way far back and link this to the good son somehow? I don't know. Uh, the good and son then, is so good. And then so I'm like, good. oh wait, oh, Piper Laurie, she's Carrie's mom. How can I connect this to Carrie? I couldn't. Well, for, ho for Halloween H2O, it could go one of two ways. It could be either Josh Hartnett's character was such a bad boy and like making drugs. I mean, we don't see his parents. They say they're off, uh, in Europe. Mm -hmm. Yep. But then once his mom finally comes back, she's like, we need to get your shit in shape. Makes him go to the boarding school that she is the principal or headmistress of and cue Halloween H2O. Or the other way around at the end of Halloween H2O, spoiler alert, when Josh Arnett's character gets out scot-free, but a little emotionally damaged. He then is a little bit broken up inside because of who he realizes his demented uncle, who is Michael Myers, really is. And then goes to this other school in Ohio or Indiana. I can't remember where it was. And uh, becomes this drug dealing, I don't know, cool guy. Yeah, oh, the, the faculty is Ohio. It's Ohio um, because I yeah. definitely even wrote, of course, they're in Ohio. <laughs> um, okay, so we figured it out. All right, that good job, Danny. One conspiracy theory checked off the books that we can confirm. I do like the whole carry thing, though. There's something there. Yeah, I just got to think about mm -hmm. it a little more. Oh, so that brings us to our first Scream reference. Okay. It's a stretch, but it's a Scream reference. <laughs> the couple that are always fighting in the hallways. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. That movie. dude is in Scary, scary Movie, movie. who yeah. plays like the quote unquote Billy character. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> scream. And oh, oh, my God. Damn it. I was going to write it down and I didn't. His name in the credits is so funny. Fuck um, you, boy. Him, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I 
and the girl is fuck yeah. you girl yeah oh my <laughs> god it. that's hysterical uh thank you for that save casey mm-hmm. fuck you girl is played by rusty schwimmer <laughs> <Shut up. laughs> she never leaves it's phoenix phoenix summers <laughs> actually is it really oh, that's a yeah. cool name oh I just like the name Rusty Schwimmer from one of our past episodes. I know. I know you love Rusty Schwimmer. Now, is this in the same scene when Frodo gets his uh, crotch? <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, the fucking flagpole, uh, man. Yeah, they ram his crotch into the flagpole. That was like, that wasn't even bullying. That's horrible. That's straight oh, yeah. abuse. Like, That's they do it hard. Assault. That's assault. Yeah. <laughs> That's assault, brother. He just walks it off. And it, well, he's in like the bathroom later, like holding his stomach. And oh, oh gosh, yeah. wonder if he had kids later with Delilah. Oh, Delilah, where we can get into that later. But dude, so Delilah, every time I watch this movie and Stan goes to kiss her and she goes, no, these are Estee Louder lips. They take 72 minutes to apply every single time. I want her to say 72 hours. <laughs> These are SC outer lips. They take 72 hours to apply because 72 hours is like a, a number of hours that you say. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So in 72 hours is three days, but you, who says 72 minutes? Well, it's the amount of time that it takes her to apply them. It doesn't matter if it were 89 minutes or 400. Yeah. But minutes. come on. Like if you're going to say 72, it's, it's, it's just dumb. Now, because people think of hours when you say 72. Now, I will say my issues with Delilah were they didn't have anything to do with her lipstick. That said, that is a valid point. Um, I would argue that Delilah is one of the most unlikable characters I've ever seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. I don't remember Agreed. her, though, being that unlikable. She's so mean. And then She's she mean. has this like redemptive like moment in the end for no reason yeah i don't like that they end up together at the end she thinks that glasses are a disguise yeah (laughs) i'm incognito come on where's your mustache delilah oh my god (laughs) you know who i thought i thought that um elijah wood and stan that they should have gotten together because they have all these moments in the movie where Mm. they're like very intimate and emotional and uh, yeah, like that scene when they're in the locker room and he was like, yes, it must yeah. blow being you. Yeah. And they have like, oh, this yeah. Conne- and I guess they could, it could be like a friend connection, but I don't know. There's just something there. And so then for yeah. Elijah Wood to end up with delight, like I get it. Like they hated each other and then they have their own little turn and they like each other. But well, I mean, he always had a crush on her, which pisses me off because she was such a bitch at the beginning. Yeah. And he like calls her out. And then when she like stands up to him whatever he says oh you're pretty cool when you're not being a first class grade a bitch oh yeah it's like dude you were just uh it just doesn't make sense but i think stan and casey their connection comes from like they both i mean casey obviously thinks that stan because he's popular he's a football team you know what i mean i don't know i think that Mm -hmm. they just understand each other yeah in a different way Mm -hmm. yeah I get that. Not, that wasn't a very good explanation. No, no I, I get it. I though. understand like, what you're saying. He basically understands. It's like a surprise that Casey even. He's like, oh, wow, I, I get you. Like, I can yeah. see that, like, we're kind of similar. and Right. 
the way you're handling is exactly how I would probably handle if I was in your shoes. That makes sense. Yeah. So I actually have my first monster sighting listed as the fish tank. But how? So that's like in its true form, I guess. Yes. Because until then, we don't know there's aliens. Yeah. Yeah. We have no idea. Unless you saw the trailer. It could just, (laughs) right. It could just be like a, these people are psychos or slasher or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, No, that's a good point. So that happens after, so Elijah Wood finds the little thing on the field, but we don't know what he's found really. Right. And he brings it to um, John Stewart. Yeah. But we got to talk about that awesome scene between Elijah Wood and Robert Patrick where he's talking about, you're not much into sports, are you? And Elijah Wood says, I don't think a person should run unless they're being chased. Oh yes. I love that line. So Mm -hmm. good. And what a great foreshadowing too, because for the amount that Elijah Wood runs away from Mm -hmm. things in this movie. Yep. (laughs) Which actually, right before that, he's on the bleachers, and the shot of him alone on the bleachers, I don't know why, I was cracking up. (laughs) Oh, why? I love that shot. Because it was so, like, the music that was playing, and then the way that they, because they did those jump cuts in that, too, that you were just talking about. Um, It looked like it was from a fucking soap opera or something. I don't know, I thought that it was funny. (laughs) It was just like, here's the sad, lonely boy. I don't know. <laughs> well, they're not like, I don't think they're jump cuts. They do like dissolves, right? Where it like oh, fades oh, into yeah. one another. Oh, yeah. Um, which yeah. is more subtle than a quick jump cut. But I like that scene. I like that. I don't cool. know. I, it made they me do laugh. do the Star Wars swipes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but yeah, that's the first time he picks it up. But you really don't see what it is. Right. Until yeah. he takes it to John Stewart's character, Mr. Furlong. Mm-hmm. And they put it in the water and everything. Yeah. They think it might be a new a new species. Yeah, Josh Hartnett reveals his biology degree when he's like a repeat senior in high school. Yeah. Jeez. Well, that's part of the th- part of the reason. Okay, I'm just we're just gonna get this out of the way now. Just get it out of the way. Just gonna get it out of the way. Um. Right off the bat, just just right, right off, off the, the bat, bat. just get I it right out of the way. I should have asked right off the bat. Uh, I know this woman from several movies. Okay. How the fuck do you say her name? Who? Which one? You know who I'm talking about. Famke? Oh, um, oh Famke, Famke Jensen. Jensen. Fam- <laughs> Famke Jensen. Famke Jensen. <laughs> I thought it was Famke Jensen. Oh, God. Now I can't say it. Famke Jensen. So we, we don't know oh how to say it? God. Oh, here we go. Hold on. Can we just call her Jean Grey? It's going to be one of the biggest hits of the summer, and our next guest is one of the stars. Please welcome Famke Jensen. Famke Jensen. Okay. Oh, I thought it was Jean okay. Jensen. Jensen or Jansen? I, I don't know. It's Ellen, so who cares? <laughs> it's like when John Travolta messed up a Dana Menzel's name. That was one of the funniest things I've ever seen on television. I was like, wait, what? He said, the wickedly talented Dana Menzel. <laughs> wait, hold on. I just can't, like, I'm trying to th- like, imagine, like, how he got here. He's like the wickedly talented Adele Dazeem. Adele Dazeem. <laughs> Back to the faculty. Right. Um, so we don't know as an audience that Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson is an alien. Correct. But since we do, I'm going to talk about it. Um, the fierce, the fierce, the fierce, the fierce. <laughs> I, that was one of those times where you mix two words together on accident. 
Um, the the first time we see her. <laughs> the first time we see her. <laughs> Take what's yours, Grandpapa. No, um, Grandpapa. Don't forget the money. The oh. first time we see um, her interacting with Stokely, the first few mm-hmm. times, she, I wrote down a few words that she says, which are really cool. She says, I'm an alien. <laughs> are you from no. Earth? Um, er, uh, yeah. When um, Delilah comes and calls, what's her face? Stokely, Wait, a lesbian. Stone cold. And then later in the lab, Mary Beth comes up to her and she goes, I didn't know you were a lesbian. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. And she says, you're so impressive and evolved. Ah. Which I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> and then um, actually backtracking the first time we meet her or the first time they meet at the picnic table outside, she says, like, you're into like science fiction, um, alien beings and other worlds and all that stuff. And I was like, oh, that's cool that she's like okay. saying all this stuff. I wish I would have picked um, up on that. I feel like a big old dummy. <laughs> Damn it, Casey. God. <laughs> well, I actually, so I've seen this movie quite a few times, but I haven't watched it in a while. So I really, I did not remember at first that she was until oh, shit. Okay. the tweaking scene because I was like, oh, I, now I, re- I remember what happened at that point. Um, yeah. So I, I forgot about that until the middle of the movie. But now, um, so just to bring it back to the, um, Elijah Wood finding the slug in the field. Does that happen after we see like Mrs. Brummel in the shower? No, it's and before like that. Salma Hayek getting like attacked. Yeah, it's before that. That's before. Yeah. Okay, before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he takes right, it so in and they like they put it in that water tank and it splits and then right after that I think is when. Which okay, that makes Brummel sense. Was, That's yeah. like a thing that sort of sets off, sets in motion like their whole like. This, this, the kids, the students being kind of involved yeah. with everything. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. I also wrote that um, the digital effects for 1997 were pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought they were pretty impressive. Yeah. There was a good mix, you know, going back to our last episode, talking about Pennywise and how mm-hmm. they just used basically all digital effects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a good mix in this movie of yeah. digital yeah. and practical effects, for mm-hmm. sure. And you it definitely is. notice it in parts, but it's done, like you said, it's done in a way where you appreciate that they're doing the practical effects that you're like, mm-hmm. okay, you can forgive it. And there really wasn't anything that was like, oh, they could have easily done this with practical. Yeah. Oh no. Effects. Yeah. It was like some things that even if you saw this kind of like his teeth uh, in kind of like Pennywise's teeth in yeah. the opening scene mm-hmm. where it's like, that was cool. Yes. It took us out, but that had to yeah. be CGI. Right. And to um, your, like you said, like, and when they didn't need CG, they didn't use it. Right. right. Yeah, I like that. Right. I have our second Scream reference. Okay. Nev Campbell in the trunk of oh. Josh Hartnett's yeah. car. Wild things. And you get a little... Uh, yeah. I know, you, I, know, I, I know you did last summer. I know summer. you did last summer. <laughs> yep. With... Okay, so that's it. You know, Scream like had already come like, out. Right. little Scream wink, 2 wink. had been out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we were in that sort of like post-Scream... Everyone loves this right. kind of face. Which, okay, I will just bring it back to this because it's my next note. Our third Scream reference is the police officer. Yeah, Joel. Who is the cameraman in Scream yeah. 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, is he? He can be in Scream 5. It would yeah, be because, he, gets a, because he leaves. He just leaves. Thank goodness. 
Oh, that would be so. What great. a smart guy. Mm-hmm. That was like I love that he he made that decision. He was like, nope, yeah. I am out of here. Yep. And um, correct me if I'm wrong. I should know this, but he shows up at the end of Scream Two when he's like, he shows back up and he's like, comes back to Gale, right? Am I totally you? Know this? You would know better than me. So this is really terrible. But when it comes to the Scream movies, um, I always end up going back to Scary Movie. Ooh. Yeah. Like, I love Scream, but I but Scary Movie, I've like all of the funny parts are just ingrained in my head. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I totally am there with you. I can't watch Scream Two without like thinking a penis is gonna come through the hole. Uh huh. Yep. <laughs> yeah and like in the in the first scream with like um gail and the cameraman and i always think of sherry o'terry like screaming at get at, off my foot fat shit yeah, get off my foot, fat shit. yeah like always always <laughs> sherry o'terry is one of the best line deliverers ever yes good lord <laughs> um right. we get a we get a a fun part from Shooter McGavin in this movie. That's what I wrote. Yeah. Shooter Who McGavin. totally reminds me of Kenny Powers. Yeah. Yeah. He's always such like, wait, Kenny Powers. Why, why am I not placing that? Danny McBride, Eastbound and Down. Oh, I knew the name. I've never seen the show. Okay. Um. Well, yeah, but before we meet Shooter McGavin, they're in the faculty okay. room. It is Coach Willis, by the way, because now I'm reading my notes and it says Coach Willis. Okay. I just, Casey and Delilah. His first name are in the faculty room and uh, cause they're like looking through cause Delilah writes like the school paper or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they're trying to, um, which honestly, dig up some dirt. Now that I think about it, the head cheerleader who wears Estee Lauder lipstick that takes 72 hours to apply is not the head writer of the school newspaper. <laughs> yes. You said 72 hours and you had no idea you were saying it. How do you know? I, I knew it. Know. I did. Cause it was so flawless that you just like, Went through it and I knew it. See, 72 hours. I did it is, on purpose. You want to say hours. No, you didn't. I did actually, but that's okay. Um, in my mind, I was battling hours. between hours and moments. But um, am I right though? She wouldn't write for the, she wouldn't write be the head writer of the school newspaper. Kevin Williamson is breaking stereotypes. But that's right. But it's weird because they're all such exaggerated characters of yeah. real life high school characters. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's one thing if everyone was presented as one thing only to find out they're actually something else. Which, well, I guess mm-hmm. okay. It, yeah, I guess maybe it, a little bit. Yeah, you get that. But they they are yeah because what's his name? Well, like Stanley Zeke wants is... to. Yeah, Zeke. Yeah, I guess okay. That's true. Because wait, Zeke... no, tell me about Zeke because go if you think about the ending, I don't think the ending, the prologue, makes any sense. Oh, I agree with that. I was like, wait, why is he on the football team? Right. Like- well, no, that part, not necessarily. But he's he's like the he's a drug dealer and he had to the repeat. Druggie, but and then but he's-, he's really, really smart. Yeah. yeah. And then Stanley is the head of the football team, but he wants to focus on his academics. Yeah. Um, Elijah Wood is like the nerd, but he's really like the one. Well, he's the hero. He's the Lord of the Rings. Yep. I mean, I know that they couldn't have made it to Mordor without Frodo, but Samwise is the real hero. But anyway. Um, oh, 100%. I love Sam. So, <laughs> um, Wait, do they get to Mordor in Lord of the Rings? Bitch. That's I the hate you. Ending. I hate you. <laughs> um, so, oh, I, I But then also, Stokely at the end is wearing that horrible purple outfit, and she's not goth anymore because she's dating. Oh, What's his name? Yeah, that's yeah. such like a breakfast club thing. 
yeah. which I fucking hate. I didn't like that. that. Yeah, but we'll talk about it. We'll talk about that. But one goths should just stay goth. Just stay. Who That's you, exactly. Who change your visual appearance. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't think she was. I think she was doing that because she was like hiding from everybody. Yeah, I know. Which is the same reason she told people she was a lesbian. Yeah. But I just, you know. Well, I like the purple outfit. I like. I'm not saying I don't like the goth outfit. I like the goth outfit. I like the goth Stokely, but I also like the purple outfit Stokely. Okay. Okay. Anyway, how what did if we Ali Sheedy played her and it was just the same character from The Breakfast Club? <laughs> <laughs> She's like 40 years old in high school. I mean, I'm done. <laughs> She's okay. like, I've never been kissed. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, thanks. Anyways, aliens. Well, they're in the the they sneak in the closet because the 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 teachers come in or well, Coach Willis. First of all, Selma Hayek comes in. She's the nurse who and, uh, needs to wear a mask. I can't. It's so hard to watch movies now, like post well mid COVID, yeah. where like people right. are just coughing and like sick. I'm like, go home. Not only should you take the day off, you should be quarantining for two weeks. This is horrible. I remember like when masks became a thing that like you had to wear them everywhere you went and stuff like that. I remember like the first couple of movies that I watched, it would be weird to be able to see people's faces. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I totally remember that feeling. Yeah. Felt weird. weird. I was like, ah, oh, this isn't right. Yeah. But for the record, I am okay with masks. Yeah. Yeah. Not just for the pandemic. Oh. If masks were a thing, I would be oh. a-okay with that. Oh. It's getting weird. Zach's like, wear a mask, everyone. I want to live in a world where you can't see skin. <laughs> uh, no, I guess I'm just like, I'm not a germaphobe to the point where I can't function, but I would still not be upset if people wore masks all the time I'm when out like, in public. I, in Asian countries, they wear them a lot. When If you don't feel well, you wear a mask. It's just right. It I think that's so right. smart. Mm-hmm. Now oh, yeah. with just like context now, like, I don't know. Yeah. It's almost like now, like if I just feel like, I don't know, three years from now, if when like, if and when COVID is gone, if I feel sick, I'll probably wear a mask. Yeah. yeah. No one's going to fucking I say anything. I think it'll now. be the new norm because it's, so. it seems so weird to go anywhere if you're not feeling 100% and not like, yeah. and to know that you're just mm-hmm. like spreading your shit onto all these people. Right. Well, so... I, I don't want to get into any sort of like political discussions and stuff, but clearly Too late. <laughs> clearly the masks did work because I don't know anybody who had a fucking cold at all no. for the last year and no. a half. And then right. when we didn't have to wear masks anymore. Everyone I knew got a cold. Yep. Except Shit. When we didn't have to wear fucking masks anymore, I got COVID. Yeah. <laughs> we all laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zach, not the response you wanted. But luckily, I was vaccinated. Hashtag right. get the shot. Again. Get the shot. Okay. Get the shot. Anyway. Get in the chopper. I'll start talking <laughs> about um, how they were. <laughs> okay. Casey, where you at? Go ahead. Yeah. Well, it was just the part where the nurse is sick. And Casey and Delilah are in the closet. And then Mrs. Brummel's body falls. And, like, Which... Casey sniffs her. Yeah, because he has a crush on her. And it's. Wait, hey, I mean, does he? I mean, at the end of the oh, movie. He... Fully sniffs her. Yeah. He Joe Biden's it. He Joe Biden's it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, at the end of the movie, fuck, how do you say her name? Delilah. Femke Jensen. Femke? 
Femke Jensen? Femke is staring Femke at Josh Jensen. Hartnett. So there's all kinds of weird things going on here. Oh, yeah. I told you, like, the end of the move, the prologue does not make any sense. Yeah. It's weird. Oh, that's a um, but, um, weird. It's chaotic. Also, why does Femke? Um, Femke. Why does she get hot? Why not? She's an alien now. It's 1998. I know. It's a Josh Hartnett movie. I love how her character just like, she kind of hates her job. She's not particularly good at it. She doesn't really want to, she can't deal with the kids. She doesn't seem to want to deal with the kids. Yeah, she's just very quiet. Well, it's the same thing with Piper Laurie's character. Mm -hmm. She comes in the next day with like a different look. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you're right. Um. I mean, I don't really understand. I mean, the coach. I did read the the wiki on this, and it was talking about the aliens and how one of the key factors is that the, one feature of the aliens is that when the body is taken over, they become very confident and cool. Yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, because they do explain that. They're like, there's no fear. Oh, Just that's right. Yeah. She says, if you could live in a world with no fear, no. Yeah. Okay. Right. Which like kind okay, of seems so like a great deal. Out. Why yes. not just get taken over by the aliens? Hell yeah! Right? They don't like. They seem fairly yeah. like we're just we're as organized as you, if not more so, and we all really like each other. Yeah, it's like they you do monster. it in like a, <laughs> they do it in like a hostile way, but really, I mean, it yeah. sounds pretty legit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, speaking of hostile, they straight up murder the principal because we we they. Mm-hmm. They let us know that the humans who are taken over, who become hosts to the alien slugs, will be go back to their like normal selves once the queen is killed. Right. But they like pour salt on a slug, you know, with that mm-hmm. principle. Like they just dissolve her body after shooting her in the head, which oh, I thought was yeah. a little bit extreme, especially when you have the context for like <laughs> the fact that she she can come back from it. They're like, no. Which yeah. happens to a character well, that was not deserving. Like, I could see if they did that to the coach, who's like an asshole. Right. So I was like, yeah. all right, expendable for a movie character. Well, I mean, she did not give the school play the budget that they needed. That's she true. gave it to the football guys players. Guys and dolls needs a budget. Yeah. Um, but that was a cool scene, like when they're in the gymnasium and they're like mm-hmm. fighting. Do it. Don't yeah. do it. Blah, blah, blah. And then like Josh Hartnett just comes and takes over the situation. And mm-hmm. Bam. Yeah. Kind of crazy. That's also, if people didn't know before, that's when it becomes obvious, I think, that she, that Mary Beth is the queen because she dumps out all of that shit. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh, it's so frustrating. And Josh Hartnett just is. grabs it from him. He's like, stop. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that this is the part of the movie where now it's, we get, I mean, I, that whole whodunit element is sort of teased when they mention that there may or may not be like a leader alien or a queen alien or something. But it is like that point when Jordana Brewster's character is revealed to be an alien that it's like, oh, shit, any it, that thing scene where like yeah. anyone can be an alien. So you right. get a lot of those like really fun moments where you get like Jordana Brewster, which totally shocked me because I hadn't seen this movie in a few years when they're okay. doing the tweaking scene. So that threw me off. And then Stan shows up as the alien, which was I love that part. That when he's really, outside when the door, he, yes, and he dumps it, the thing. and then yeah. he screams, "Let me inside! Open yes. the door!" Whatever. That was, that was like part. that was like Mark Wahlberg in Fear. Do you guys yes. remember that movie? Oh my gosh! Yes, out. yes. <laughs> it all could have been different, Mister Walker. You should have allowed nature to take its course. In the end, it will anyway. 
So let me the fucking house. That scene where Stan is like, I'll go check it out. And he runs up to the field. Everybody's gone except the whole football team who is standing on the field with the coach in formation, in like a triangle formation, looking up at the sky when it is downpouring. And he has to get like three feet away from them to see like what's He's going like, on. Let me wait this out. Let me see what's going on. I think I think they're okay. <laughs> you could have seen that from across the street. Yeah. Like why did you 100%. have to get that close? Because then we wouldn't have had that really cool scene when he goes back and he pours the stuff out of the pen and he yeah. screams. I know. I understand, but it's just like <laughs> frustrating. And then the next like big reveal we get, which to- again, totally threw me watching it this time, was when Casey's character, well, Elijah Wood's character, Casey, goes into the locker room and there's that whole like, mm-hmm. which one's the good one? Which one's the bad one? Yep. Or no, I'm sorry. It's Zeke's character, right? No, it's Casey. well. Zeke is Zeke is stuck in the middle between Stokely and Mary Beth. That's right. Oh, I thought that's that, right. I thought it was Casey. Okay. Yes, no, because yeah. he sees. Yeah, she Zeke comes is out, in there. She's naked, and he's yeah. about to stab her with the pen. And yeah. Stokely comes up behind him and says Zeke, Which, and he turns around and she's got the yes. stuff in her face. Oh, and Casey's totally the one that pushes me. her into the. Casey grabs her and right. throws him in or her yes. in the locker. Right. Okay. That's right. Yeah. So that scene totally shocked me, like genuinely. Uh-huh. Play Duval with Stokely when she's like, it's like, because she's just fucking with his head. Like, she's like, oh, I love it. Like, they're both bad. They're both aliens. We, That's a great little, like, kind of twist on that sort of. Because when she was in the pool, I was like, because I had forgot that, too, that she had gotten taken over. Yeah. And he pulls her out of the pool. And I was like, there's no way that alien wrapped her up, pulled her in the pool, and then just, like, swam away they to come back later. On the yeah. moment, yeah. Like what? So we don't get, and that's like it then, right? Because then it just goes straight into. Oh no! At that, so oh yeah, that's right. So I'm sorry, I skipped a beat. So Mary Beth is revealed as the alien before Clay Duvall is also the alien because she's the one yes. who sees her. She gets hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in a yeah. very cool scene, she really hits her, nice. and then like that slow mo when she she's in the pool and they're yeah. running outside and. Mary Beth as the big alien comes out mm-hmm. and it's slow motion as she turns. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also so love right before that moment that we do, because the alien is like a, an underwater creature. Mm-hmm. So we see it the second it goes into the water, just fucking like zooms through the water, oh, you know, as it yeah. would, you know, um, yep. that was pretty neat. Okay. I do want to talk about the Mr. Furlong reveal scene. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Because that is that's about our midpoint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of just like it, where the whole group finally together sees yeah. that there is an, an alien invasion. Yeah, because they're and, they're talking about it, and then they come in and start making fun of him. Yeah, and Zeke hears them through the yeah. fence, and yeah, mm-hmm. and Elijah Wood like stands up to him. And he's like, "Fuck you, Zeke." Uh-huh. <laughs> like, listen, but Josh. That scene is so good because you know, like. I know this is like an ensemble movie. I've seen it a million times, but watching it this time, it was like, okay, here's all these characters. And then in that scene is when they all kind of come together and you're like, oh shit, this is kind of like a, like a Goonies style movie or something like that. It just, oh, (laughs) 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 Oh, sure. Ocean's 11. 11. Um, 12 or 13. But it was just cool because then. 
Oh, the Expendables. Expendables um, 2, Expendables 3, Ocean's 8. Soon to, soon to be the Expendables 4. Really? Yep. Oh okay. Sylvester Stallone, Jason Statham, Megan Fox. Guys, we're, we're good at th- Megan Fox? Yep. Oh, my God. Jennifer's yep. body. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's just a cool scene. And you get the awesome slow motion of Zeke pulling the paper cutter off oh that's so cool yeah that's yeah oh man to kind of like build off of that not it's a great scene in the fact that you do get the whole group together they figure out what's happening but on top of that they also figure out how to defeat the monster in that scene Mm -hmm. oh yeah so you do get like so much information to really kick off the second half of the movie which is really cool that's a great Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I didn't even think about that. Like the yeah. first time they get together, they already figure out how to beat it. Yeah. Yeah. So the second <laughs> half of the movie is literally just them like yeah. figuring out who's who, who's bad, and then how to do it. Yeah. Love it. Okay. I will say really quickly, there is one very on the nose scream reference. And it actually took me out of the movie because there's a scene when they're in one of the classrooms and the I know Marco Beltrami, who did the music for Scream, did the music for this. So it makes sense that there might be some like, you know, certain cues that are very similar. This one was literally Sydney's lament from the Scream movies, just playing during the classroom. I was like, what? Like I'm literally just listening to it. Like, there's no question, there's no doubt, this is that track. But in that scene, the teacher. As the music's playing, the teacher grabs, pulls the headphones off of a student, and the music stops as though the student was listening to the Scream soundtrack. Oh, that's cool. like, oh, I love it. That was so much fun. So that's Mr. Tate, right? Yes. Teacher who says, this is the test. This is the test, yeah. Uh, Okay, so it's that scene. Now I want to go back and watch that and listen to that. Stokely, Stan, Sydney. And Sydney's just like hovering over them. Yeah, they call it the triple S scene. Another um, thing that made me think of the thing is I'm trying Thumkey to think. Jensen's head. Yes. Oh, yeah. But also I liked that part because it was looking for her body, which made me laugh a little bit instead yeah. of like it forming itself, like forming a new body. Like it has to find hers because it's a parasite. Um, I wasn't even <laughs> thinking of the but, thing. You know what I was? I was thinking of Mars attacks. When oh, she oh nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. So an issue that I have. Mm-hmm. Of course, the issue goes back to Josh Hartnett, but they drove to the football game in his car. Yeah. They go into the gymnasium to defeat the monster. They use, he says, oh, you've used all my stuff. All of a sudden, Stan pours his thing out and then he goes, oh, I think I have some more in my car. (laughs) They were all in the car. There was like six pens Full of his scat stuff. Horrible name. Yeah. Why? It means shit. Did they not take it with them? So maybe Zach, it was just because it was in the trunk. Well, first no, it was on the it was in the front seat. Okay, <laughs> like but, on the floor oh. in the center. If he would have taken all of that in with him, it probably would have somehow gotten used, and then they wouldn't have had it in the end. Well, yes, I understand the story. The screenwriting. No, 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 no. I don't even just mean that. I mean this guy. This kid is used to selling drugs. He does. He doesn't want to. You know. Oh yeah, the guy who says I don't get high on my own stash. Like, come (laughs) on, Zeke. This is not what that means. (laughs) 
Yeah, you just told us it was just ground up caffeine pills and like detergent. So. Well, yeah, but especially like, okay, so I'm not a drug dealer. And if there are any drug dealers listening to this I show, I, I can please this feel one. free to email me. <laughs> please feel free to email me and tell me I'm full of shit. But from my understanding, you don't get high on your own supply because you are selling it. You don't want to use it for yourself because you are selling it to make money. That's the reasoning is my understanding. So when Zeke says, I'm very, I'm clearly passionate about this. Yes, I can tell. When Zeke says, I don't get high on my own stash, man, which is such a lame line. It doesn't even make sense. Okay. He was, he was referring to his mustache. He's like, if I ever had a mustache, I would not want to get high on it. What does that mean? There's his an extended of when he's trimming his mustache. It was a deleted scene, so the line doesn't make sense. So it's totally understandable that. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay, I got you. Here's something you guys can appreciate, which I wonder if you caught Probably the not. bus scene when Casey and Delilah are on the bus. Mm-hmm. I thought to myself, oh, damn, this reminds me a lot of... Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, opening scene on the bus. Mm -hmm. If you look behind Delilah at the front of the bus, there is a green and a red, like, paper or something, like, posted on the front of the bus. And I was like, there is no way that that is an accident. Right. I I don't know. It seems like a stretch, Zach. Why? Is Robert Rodriguez a big fan of uh, the Nightmare franchise? I don't know, but... It reminded, like, the whole setting, the lighting, and everything reminded me of Nightmare 2. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I thought that, I looked and I saw the red and the green behind her right next to each other. That's okay. not now a I coincidence. Have to go back and watch it. Yeah. yeah. That I can't wanna, be a coincidence. I want to see that scene. Because I was thinking, I was like, well, Kevin Williamson loves his little, like, horror nods, but that seems like a weird thing to just, like, put in the script. They enter the bus. There's a red and a green thing. On yeah. The why would they the not bus. have, like, a fedora sitting somewhere? Hmm. A fedora? Why would that even make sense? Because Freddie, because Freddie wears a fucking hat. Thank you, thank you very much for that, guys. Why would that make sense in the faculty? Why does a red and green paper make sense? It doesn't. It's just like a. It's not that it has to make sense or doesn't make sense. It's just in the background. Right. But why would a fedora be on a school bus? <laughs> Whatever. Did you guys ever think that Kevin Williamson just got off of making Scream and Scream 2 with Wes Craven? Oh, who directed Nightmare on Elm Street? Did he? Wow. (laughs) Fucker. You guys are the worst. We're killing it, guys. I don't think I want to do this show anymore. I quit. We are killing it. (laughs) Um, So we get the big, we get the big Mary Beth alien at the end which going back to the beginning of this episode when we were talking about practical effects you get some really cool close-ups of this monster that are just big massive animatronics yeah it's amazing yeah it looks really um it really is which is really cool yeah so then the monster gets trapped in the bleachers and casey has his fun little one-liner what does he say guaranteed to jack you up oh guaranteed to jack you up (laughs) Because he was in the stall over nursing his bloody nose and he just put he put that line in his back pocket. He was like, yep. <laughs> like when I kill like, an alien really someday, 
Um, but then all those, then all those uh, little aliens go into his face. Oh yeah, that's right. Which, Which is, is a great so scene. disturbing. Great yeah. effect. Great scene. Love how that was executed. Love how it you you know like it's paid off. The fact that he's like killing the queen, but we're still getting that like he still trans he still gets to transform, but doesn't have to deal with the long term side effects. But I do have a question really quickly. Do school bleachers normally like jut back into place that quickly? I mean, I think <laughs> they're they... like slamming. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think they're pretty dangerous. Yeah, the Jesus. ones in my school did that. Good Lord. Yeah. So then we get to the prologue, which doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Casey and Delilah are together, and she's she never like there's no like arc for her. She was never like a bitch, and then like something happened and she got good. She was just always a bitch, and now she's like. Well, now she's not fun. anymore because she's dating Casey. That's right. Josh Hartnett. And then Josh Hartnett player. is smoking on the football field. Like, what the Oh, fuck? that's right. Yeah. What if they are, what if they're aliens? What if, like, we miss something and, like, there isn't, like you said, like, what if another town was infected and, like, I mean, are, maybe. that's why the ending seems so weird because they actually are aliens now. That's something. And that's why Stokely is wearing purple. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That explains everything. That's yeah, why no one cares sure. that the teacher and the, is like watching the students. It's like banging a student. Like, yeah. yeah. Like they're about to go on a date after practice. Hey, it happened in my school. Oh, I remember that. Holy shit. I they got married. That. They got married. <gasps> Did they? That was like all over the news and everything. They're, they're getting a divorce. As we of speak. course they are. Well, um, they have that kind of foundation. But then you get um, Casey and Delilah talking. And she goes, your fan club's here. And he goes, network or <laughs> local? <laughs> like Elijah Wood, get the fuck out of here. No, I say that with love because I love Elijah Wood. Mm-hmm. Me too. Just in everything. He is he just he's just so good. He just and now he does so person. now he does so much horror stuff that it's mm-hmm. just so fun. Mm-hmm. It is now time to go over our favorite reveals. Yes. Um I would say that my favorite reveal is Mary Beth Louise Hutchinson in the on the bleachers okay. where she where she punches Stokely and then her one arm is just like a big wavy tentacle. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite. It's a good choice. I have two. Are you, are you like the person who's like, this is my best friend, but this is my other. This is my second best friend. I have two best friends. I have um, two best friends. You're going to have two best friends. <laughs> my favorite is, is uh, Stan's. Okay. Yeah. Just, yeah. Oh, that's right. I you just, I just that. love that part. Yeah. Because uh, they like give them the last one, mm-hmm. and it's just. And uh, I just, I love, I, I just, I even love the look on his face when he's like staring at her, and then all of a sudden he's just like. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Oh thing. man. My two Danny? are. Um, I'm between. I can't decide. Uh, the first one is Piper Laurie raising the scissors mm-hmm. in the beginning. Yep. I just love that reveal. It's just so fun and cinematic and cool the second one was mrs brummel in the shower oh i do like, like oh classic yeah. like horror movie moment mm-hmm. like she's almost just like gross. a zombie yeah. just like she almost reminds me of like uh the lady from the shining in the bathtub mm-hmm. which freaks me out oh my god when her yeah. hair hits the floor uh, of the shower fucking i hate that me too. it is so gross okay if i had to pick one 
I'll go with Mrs. Brumwolf because it was actually just like really creepy. Yeah. And wasn't okay. expecting it. Now it's time for a segment I like to call The Real Monster. Run, run, run as fast as you can. I'm the gingerbread man! You're a monster! I'm not the monster here, you are! You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me! I have a few, um, but two of them I've already kind of mentioned, so... Or three of them I mentioned, so... Oh, no, I mentioned all of them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, look at you, like, oh, no. I have four. I have Josh Hartnett's hairdresser. Obviously. I have the jocks ramming Elijah Wood's crotch into the flagpole. Yes. Then I have Salma Hayek coughing and sneezing on everyone. Hashtag COVID. (laughs) And then I have Delilah. Oh, yeah. Delilah. I think they are the real monsters of this movie. I would argue if I had to pick, it's Delilah. Okay. Yeah. I I don't remember her being that mean in previous viewings. When I know when Stan like, decides cruel. to like tell her that he wants to focus on academics, she is so mean. Yeah, she yeah, straight up like, tells him that off. he's stupid. Yeah, she's like, she's, I, she's like, I need to date the jock, like the captain of the football team. So this isn't gonna work. And he's like, Are you serious? <laughs> like, wait, is this happening? Yeah. And he's like, You're being superficial. And she's like, Wow, four syllables. It's like, okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, and then when she walks away, she says. Like, let me know how the cancer research goes or the cancer cure goes. Yeah. I was like, oh, my Go God. Go put on a pair of glasses, Delilah. She's rude. Yeah. yeah I, hope, I hope Stan does fucking cure cancer and then rubs it in your face. Um, but I guess I will go next because I do have a lot of similar ones to you. Okay. Um, Real monster contenders, Zeke's hair. Yes. Um, the flagpole itself. Mm-hmm. Monster. Uh, the unsupportive and rude bitch, which is Delilah. Um, a real monster is Josh Hartnett's fall from stardom. Mm-hmm. Where is he? Oh, I actually just read an article about that recently. He said um, he was just raising his kids. Oh, good for he him. He was just in that Guy Ritchie movie, Wrath of Man. Oh, okay. I knew he did a show called like Penny Dreadful or something. Oh, He's yeah. good in that. Yes. That was a good show. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. Yeah. Is it over? Yeah, they they rebooted it. But I did not watch the mm. reboot, but I did hear it wasn't that great. But it's literally so cool. It's like the Dorian Gray is in it, and there's like werewolves. And- Frankenstein. Wait. Yeah. They did a whole series and then rebooted it, and I still don't know anything about it. <laughs> yeah. It was like City of Angels or something, some shit. Okay. Um, but uh, I would like to see some Josh Hartnett back in action. I love Like him. on the big He's screen. So good. Yeah. You know- the only like thing that I remember that I used to really love with him was Wicker Park. I still oh. never. I just remember it um, was like a steamy sex thriller, wasn't it? it yeah, we, yeah. Rose Byrne was in it. Yeah, I and never saw that. I oh, I didn't know she was in that. Yeah, I used to love that movie, but I don't know how it holds up now. But hmm. but um, my number one vote for real monster of the faculty is. The fake IDs. <laughs> they were good. That's though. it. Yeah. What does no, Josh Hartnett say? Like after they're like, "This doesn't look like me." He's like, he says something to like, something like, "Trust me, I'm brilliant." He's like, yeah. He's like, I, he's like, I'm, a, I'm good. This is like, I'm, I have a gift. And they're like, I think it doesn't he, matter. Think... It still doesn't look like him. <laughs> like, that's not the point. I think he just says it'll work. Oh, okay. I think that's all he says. No, it won't, Josh. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that reminds me of Superbad, obviously. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, All right, Casey, who do you got for Real Monster? I wrote, obviously, comma, Josh Hartnett's hair. Um, I think that's the I think that's the winner. We've yeah, all voted so, on that. But um, go ahead. I also put, is it Estee Lauder for making a lipstick that takes 72 minutes to apply? <laughs> Good call. Or 72 hours. Whichever. Or 72 hours. Anything that takes, I mean, lipstick can be tough to apply. I know you guys don't know, but basically, um, I'm an atheist, but on days that I put my lipstick on perfectly the first time, I believe in Jesus. <laughs> and also Stokely's outfit at the end. I'm sorry, Zach. I know you like it, but mm. no. That's a really good choice. It's okay. It's okay. No. I just We all have our things. It's fine. I just really liked her as a goth, you know? I connected with her. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I like her. I like her either way. I guess I'm just more of an accepting person than you are. So. Oh yeah, that's what that is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. All right. Well, um that is all the time we have for today. Do you guys have anything you want to share with our listeners? Oh, I do. Um Scream 5 is going to be released in January, so I just want to like let everyone know, just get ready. If you want to do your marathoning, nice. Um, just to amp up that excitement, make sure you get your tickets, fathomevents.com, right. so you can see Scream Part 1, 25th anniversary in theaters, where they will show some footage of Scream 5. I have no direct affiliation with these movies, but I'm obsessed. I also want to tell everyone to get Shudder, um, which is a magnificent horror film streaming service. Amen. And maybe Shudder will hear this and be like, oh, you guys are awesome. We'll sponsor you. Do you guys want to make a movie with us? Do you guys want to adapt your podcast into a movie? Okay. Yeah, I mean, I I guess we could do that, Shudder. That's so sure. Yeah, thanks, Shudder. Okay. Shudder, you may sponsor us. Podcast. (laughs) Never mind. Yes, you may sponsor podcast us. Our. Or as Sean Connery would say, you can sponsor us. You can't. But uh, next week we will be covering Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie, with Mm -hmm. Daily Dead's Heather Wixon. And so we are super excited about that conversation and we cannot wait for you all to hear it. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, we would like to thank all of you for listening to the show and welcome to all of our new listeners out there. Please make sure to subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts so that you never miss an episode. And visit us online at howimetyourmonster.com to learn more about the show and sign up for our newsletter to stay informed on upcoming episodes. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at How I Met Your Monster and on Twitter at I Met Your Monster. Also, for all you YouTubers out there, you can now find full episodes of our show on our YouTube channel. Please make sure to like and subscribe. And last but not least, we'd like to thank everyone who has left us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. This is helpful for the growth of our show, and we appreciate it more than you know. If you'd like to help us reach a larger audience so that we can introduce more monsters to more people, head to ratethispodcast.com slash monster. Thank you all for listening. Now go meet some monsters. Yeah.